In uncertain days, it is important to remember that our world is getting ready to meet God. We are all getting ready to meet Him. The King is coming. Today, we join Scott Pauley in walking through the final book of the Bible, the revelation of Jesus Christ. I'm enjoying this wedding so much, I don't want to leave it just yet. We are in Revelation 19, and the last time we studied, we began looking at this royal wedding, the final, full, forever union between Christ and His church uh, that is described in Revelation 19. And before we go any further in our study, I want to take you back to this portion of Scripture again today to make a, a point of application, if I may. Let's read again Revelation 19 verses 7 through 9. The Bible says, Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to Him. For the marriage of the Lamb has come, and His wife hath made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. For the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. And He saith unto me, Write, Blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, These are the true sayings of God. Now, I love this word, write. Write it down. Sixteen times in the book of Revelation, God says, write. Write this. If it's important enough for God to have it written down in black and white, I think it's important enough for us to read it. And in fact, it's important that we understand what we're reading. This scene that we've just described is the moment in heaven when the bride is presented to Christ and when the Lord Jesus Christ takes that bride to Himself. Now, in our culture, Western culture, uh, the wedding day is all about the bride. In fact, the groom wears a borrowed suit and slips in quietly through a side door. Nobody really cares if he's there or not as long as the bride shows up. All eyes on the bride. Can you hear the wedding march music in your mind right now? and uh, every eye turns to see the bride. I say again, in our culture, it's all about the bride. But in Eastern culture, in John's day, the people to whom he were writing would have understood this. It was the opposite. The bridegroom is the center of attention. And so here lies the picture of Christ as our bridegroom. When you're looking at this wedding scene, it's not the church we're concentrated on. Rather, it is our Christ. Let's look at all who are there for just a moment because the Bible refers to those who are called to this marriage supper of the Lamb. First of all, we know that there are attenders there. Just like any wedding, there are people present to observe. And if you back up and look at the first verses of Revelation 19, you get a list of who some of these people are. In verse number 1, we see much people. And uh, back in chapter 7, verse 9, a great multitude gathered there. Uh, these are those who are martyred in the tribulation. Uh, we also see the, the 24 elders there, representing all New Testament believers. We'll come back to them in a moment, the church. The four beasts are there. That's the angels who are reflecting the glory of God. Uh, but here's the thing I want you to see. More than just recognizing that there are people there, hear what they're doing. They're all praising God. They're not sitting. They're on their faces. And they're the, not there to be seen you know, people dress up to go to a wedding because somebody's going to see them. But look, at this wedding, all eyes are going to be on the Lord. 
And so everything in Revelation 19 is about the greatness of our God. So not only do you have attenders, you have the Father. In every wedding, uh, there is the, the one who is giving the bride away, for example. Well, in this particular setting, uh, the Father, the one who's on the throne, what's He doing? He is giving us to His Son. He is literally presenting the church to His Son. What a wedding gift. Uh, the one who gave His Son, the one who gave us His Son, is now giving His Son all the kingdoms of the world to rule and is presenting the church to His Son for all eternity. Oh, worthy is the Lamb that was slain. So we have the attenders, that's those who are present. We have the Father, that's the one seated on the throne who's speaking in verse number 6. And then we have the bride. We've established this already, but the bride is the church. Uh, she's being prepared right now for the bridegroom. God is working in us to get us ready to meet God. Are you ready to meet God? In fact, as I read again a moment ago, Revelation 19, 7, this word ready jumped off the page at me. His wife hath made herself ready. There's a preparation that God does for us. He gives us His righteousness. But there's also a preparation we are to do. We're, we're participating. We're cooperating with the Lord. I ask again, are you ready to meet the Lord? Are you ready to stand before Him? Is there anything in your life that needs to be dealt with before you see God? Anything that, that you don't want to stand before Him uh, and give an account for that needs to be confessed now? Care for that today because very soon our bridegroom is coming and we're going to meet Him. So you have the attenders, you have the father, you have the bride, and then, remember, here comes the groom. You have the groom. I love the fact that the groom here is identified as the Lamb. And we've been saying all along through our study, here comes the King. The King is coming. And that's true. So why would God emphasize here that He is the Lamb? I believe it's a reference to His gentleness. Think of this. The most gentle thing on earth is a Lamb. And so God is demonstrating here uh, that Christ, who exerts power over the kingdoms, shows gentleness to His church. The one who is the conqueror, of Satan and the Antichrist and this world system is the one full of compassion and tender care for those who belong to him. There's also an emphasis here on his wounds. And uh, oh, this is, this is beautiful. On the day that we are presented to the Lord and on the day that we see the Lamb, he will be the one who's loved and admired. And may I say, if he's the one loved and admired on that day, he's the one sh that should be looked for and anticipated and loved and admired today. Oh, it's all about the glory of the groom. No man enters into that. He doesn't share his glory with anybody. Nothing should block the bride's view of the groom. Get your eyes on the Lord today. In our age, the emphasis, I'm afraid, has shifted to being all about the church, her glory, her pleasure. Friend, we exist for Him. Never lift the body over the head. All the members are subject to Him. And never exalt the bride over the bridegroom. It's all about the Lamb. And then, let me give one more word of application, if I may, today. At a wedding, you have attenders, you have a father, you have a bride, you have a groom. But what about the friend? Uh, the, the groom always has a friend, does he not? Uh, the one who announces his coming, the one who stands by his side. My mind goes back to John chapter 3, to the first time our Lord Jesus came. And do you remember John the Baptist was proclaiming the coming of Christ the first time? And the Bible says in verse number 28, 
of John chapter 3, John the Baptist says, Ye yourselves bear me witness that I said I'm not the Christ, but that I'm sent before him. He that hath the bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom, which standeth and heareth him, rejoiceth greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. This my joy therefore is fulfilled. He must increase, but I must decrease. May I ask today, are you a friend of the groom? Are you a friend of Jesus? There are two things that mark the friend of the bridegroom. One is they're the ones most excited about hearing his voice. Are you excited about hearing his voice today? Oh, but that's not all. They're also the ones who are using their voice to point others to the groom. Remember, John the Baptist was a friend of Jesus at his first coming. We, my friends, are called on to be a true friend to Christ in preparation for his second coming. Listen for his voice today. Rejoice when he speaks to you. Listen for the shout that soon will ring out announcing his return. And while we're waiting, by the grace of God, let's point everyone we can to the Lord Jesus Christ. Be engaged somehow today with telling people about Jesus because very soon he's going to show up. Here comes the groom. The purpose of all scripture is to see God. In Revelation, the curtain is pulled back and we are reminded not to simply look at world events, but to look to Christ. We hope you will join us next time as Scott Pauley continues our study through this amazing book of the Bible. You may also join us right now for additional studies and a library of helpful resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. You will find several new features at our online home and we trust they will be a blessing to you as you walk with God. Plan to visit us each day at enjoyingthejourney.org and we look forward to returning to Revelation on our next broadcast. Keep your eyes on Christ and look up. The King is coming.